Hello, everybody. Welcome to WD Carousel of Podcast. My name's Crystal. And I'm Ian. And we figured we would talk about the most latest and greatest news. <laughs> the thing that no one has been talking about over the last week or whatever it was. Um, no, no, this is this is subtle. Subtle, so very, subtle. very subtle. And uh, Laurel is out sick, but we hope to have her back soon. But yes, yes. And we are talking about the JPEG again, again, or uh, <laughs> you said the the Bob swap. The Bob swap. <laughs> I don't know where I saw you that, know? but I, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's just because the first one was was you know beta testing and, and right. <laughs> swapping swapping bobs. <laughs> yeah, swapping bobs again. So yes, yes. For those of you who missed the big announcement, the former CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Chapek, was ousted. Yes. Late on Sunday, <laughs> he did not get any notification really no. ahead of time, no. and the Walt Disney Company reinstituted Bob Iger as a temporary CEO for a two-year term. Year. Yes, yes, and uh, it's it just creates an excessive amount of questions. You know, the idea, the thing, the thing that really stood out to me i'm not sure i'm I'm assuming it stands out for you too was like you said the timing is really weird because it was like was it like 10 p.m eastern time like it was so late i mean i when did i message the group because i started happened not long on after the that. groups and i was like no this can't be a thing no this can't yeah. be a thing is, and then i saw making this up. yeah the cnn post about yeah. it and then I was like, okay, no, this is this is real. Yeah. This is not somebody's, you know, fanciful wishes. It's it's actually happening. So I had sent it at I sent it to the group exactly at nine o'clock at night central okay. time. Okay. So it was probably right around ten mm-hmm. Eastern time. That is yeah. so insane that they would do that. And I did read off of interviews trying to see what the heck happened that they had approached Iger about this as of Friday. Yeah. Yeah, So it was the end of the week. Um, But didn't didn't say anything to JPEG. He was completely in the dark about this. And it's it's super wild and and he took uh and i think you had sent it and obviously our group chat's been wild um but also i had seen this in a couple of places he took a pay cut like he's he's mm-hmm. making less than he did granted like he was making like 60 million a year during his tenure at at disney the first time but still like he is not making a lot and a lot of it's performance based um mm-hmm. for this two-year tenure um and kind of my 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 obviously we're going to get into our thoughts about like what could happen but i feel like it to me his agreement to come back and do it feels like a do over like he's doing a do over of succession like he's like that didn't work let's try again well even before the official turnover he had already been stating he had regrets on yes. Chapek being yes. his successor and i just find it hilarious that earlier <laughs> in the week Chapek had announced more layoffs and yes. job cuts and yeah. it was kind of like the disney board's like okay lead by example goodbye well, goodbye <laughs> let's do let's do that so i had you know as well two... as they're ousting a lot of the crew that he brought in, brought in. too so mm-hmm. other executives are being yeah. um 
released at the same time yeah yeah i think so that yeah kind of following up on that there was sort of like what i saw was looking like it was leading up to um his ousting in general one of the things that i saw i and again i think you had sent it and i think i saw it on twitter or something the big one was uh the the cfo and i have to remember her name because i sometimes forget uh, uh christine mccarthy um she was getting the sense that she was about to get blamed for the last quarter yes. uh, losses yes. um, that Disney had, or I should say losses as in like, it It just wasn't as strong. It wasn't like they mm-hmm. were like crashing and burning, but it just wasn't as strong. And she got the sense that he was going to put the blame on her for that. Because uh, he had done that to others before. Others. He had, and he had done that to, uh, and I have to find her name too. And it's two, both women, I should point out. I think that's an interesting note uh, that he did that. Yep. Um, tells you a lot. Um, and, and the other woman that he threw under the bus was for the galaxy's edge launch. Um, and he said it was basically throwing, throwing her under the bus for it, not being as strong as, as, as shareholders would have liked. So he has, he has kind of a history of doing this Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just really and and apparent. And I've seen things about that particular exec because she left that first executive for the the galaxy's edge thing. After that all went down, she left the company and for all intents and purposes, everyone said she was a a wonderful businesswoman and did a good job for the company. Mm -hmm. So it's you know there's there's some obviously some toxicity there you know causing causing problems and i need to figure out who this was that that left because i feel like that's important Uh... it's okay well this is this is like breaking news so we're still trying to get information yeah (laughs) Catherine powell uh, yes. She was the president of Disney Parks Western Region, um, and people really had good things to say about her. So mm-hmm. it was definitely felt like it was uh, a, a play on his on his part to try to offset that blame, uh, which is just kind of a kind of a bummer move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like come on, dude. So yeah, um, there's there's talk of you know, and of course now the big the big thing is everyone going, and I think probably a, a good thing to kind of get into a little bit here is. You know, people are gonna have expectations about what could change because everyone's like, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of uh, weirdly because everyone. I know recently I had the thought of like, I wish, you know, I just, I would even just take an Iger back. Like, you know, that was like a thought that I had had like the last two weeks. <laughs> and and that's been something that's been played around on the annual pass holder group mm-hmm. for quite a while. So yeah. many people haven't liked the way that Chapek had directed the company to the point of where um you have even heard me and if you've been a long time listener of this this show i vent about eisner a lot right but even talking to ian i was like you know i take eisner over oh, Chase. <laughs> i we I, we definitely have had that conversation because i i totally am in the same boat especially in the first the first like 80 percent of eisner's tenure he did some amazing things like he yeah. was he was a creative executive lead just like truly, balance of- he couldn't yeah, he needed a finance person to oh, work well, with him on it. Oh, Wells, be yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's and that was sort of the. I think with Wells, Eisner was probably even stronger than Iger, but Iger could do more alone. Yeah, <laughs> I think was kind he, of my he could balance both sides. Yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely, it was like, oh, Eisner doesn't look as bad anymore. Right. 
No, as not as at all. Apex does. Did but... you see Eisner had like on Twitter? He was like, "Congratulations, Bob," <laughs> <laughs> which I just love. And then everyone commenting below is just like, "Oh man, I can we can we put Eisner in charge of parks and entertainment?" <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So this so this brings up the the potentials for future um leadership before we get into how yeah 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 i think Iger is going to uh fix Fix things or change yeah yeah what are expectations Uh, versus reality i am seeing two potentials for new ceo leadership to step up within two Uh, in the two years okay okay yeah so i can see josh tomorrow i know a lot of people are not happy with him either the head of all disney parks Mm mm-hmm Yep. Um, being able to, because I know he is a fan favorite. And is he? Because I'm seeing a lot online that people want him out too. Like that's their oh, first really? thing. Is just, yeah, yeah. They're they're like, we want Josh tomorrow out and and replace him with Christine Powell. I don't know. And I see, and that's something that I don't know a lot about the details about his decision making. Um, because everyone's mm-hmm. been blaming so much on JPEG. Like I, and also like to a certain degree, can we just all agree that he took over in 2020? Like I I don't want to yes. like. I don't want to like beat around the bush in the fact where it's like every single problem that the parks had cannot be blamed on JPEG because there's, there were other factors involved. Like I, I know this to be true. However, it does feel like there was a really dramatic shift in, in policy and behavior once he started. So that's, I, but anyway, I just wanted to. Now, like, now that being said, also Iger came in during a recession too. He did. Or, or right before a recession. recession. He came he in, in, in what 05. would it be? Five. Yeah. So in between 9-11 and Mm -hmm. the 08 recession, recession. he had to, you know, navigate that as well. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't able to do or he was able to do that a heck of a lot better. And he Mm -hmm. didn't have the handholding that Chapek did of having Iger there to help in the interim Mm -hmm. when everything went kablooey. Um, But anyways, just to throw the other name out there, the general entertainment chairman, Dana Walden. Okay. Okay. Are the two big contenders that I've been seeing talks about around potential for Iger to nurture in the next two years and um, get them up to potential CEO status because he will not be remaining as a CEO after two years. Right. This is this is very very temporary. Yeah. Yeah. The intention is. Uh, is do that. I had also heard, um, and now, and yeah, now that we've kind of talked a little bit about that, I know that people have had a wish list of getting rid of Dodge tomorrow and and bringing in Catherine Powell, who is the one that left with Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I had heard people talk about that. Um, you know, with very there's, I mean, lots of speculation among different levels of realism. I think, you know, kind of going into now, like what the internet wants, you know, like because. Yeah. There's this whole like everyone's like Iger's coming back to save the company. It's like, well, okay, <laughs> let's let's talk let's realistically, real. yeah, about um, what he can he and cannot do. He's a CEO, <laughs> and in the end, his job is to make money. So there is that. Yes. But I think that there's a lot of talk about people saying like he's gonna get rid of all of the you know park reservations and Genie Plus and all that stuff. I'm like, no. What I'm no. what I could see him doing at the most, especially like even in the first year, the most he would maybe do is look into maybe removing park reservations i could see him doing that depending on what the situation is but i don't i genie plus is here to stay like we're just gonna have to deal with it maybe he'll come in and do something to help get people streamlined with it and just kind of pick up some pieces with some of this stuff magical express (laughs) right magical (laughs) express yeah i've seen that a couple of times like (laughs) 
like i don't i don't the damage here that's been done has been done like i i definitely i definitely don't think we're gonna be getting some of back this not some reversible. Of stuff really, yeah some of this is not reversible i don't think genie plus is going anywhere especially the fact that like knowing what they've probably spent on the product already there's no did you way that the they'd be increased for it i did yeah what was it like 29 dollars? it's like on yeah, demand it's on demand now right? a day to 30 bucks a day right because it's, it's all depending on demand right like uh-huh yeah so it's got like a range and i saw they were doing that for one day tickets and stuff i just and that's where i'm kind of curious to see what Iger will do you know he's it seemed like under chapek it was they were okay with just like having completely unrestrained pricing into the stratosphere there was nothing off limits there you know like even from something like magical express where the magical express was a free service and they just got rid of it you know to having you know all fast pass related items are now having a gatekeeping like with some sort of pricing attached and then taking all those things and then giving them like variable pricing that was like definitely a chapek thing and i'm curious mm-hmm. to see what Iger will will see in that and what he thinks would be better for the end user like what he thinks is like the compromise what that could be yes and i do i hate to admit it understand where chapex logic was in a lot oh, of these sure. decisions if sure. you are just focusing on the money you're yeah. not going to be giving free services no you're not going to be you know spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and mm-hmm. the easiest way if you have demand is to up prices and this mm-hmm. and that and mm-hmm. people will bitch but they'll keep i'm right. keep paying right. so um I, I see where he was going with it, but then yeah. obviously that got rid of the balance as we were talking about, which mm-hmm. Iger's familiar with. So I do see some things like we were talking about um, off recording, but annual passes need to come back. Come back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's no logical reason for why they should keep out of staters from being able to come to the parks as an annual pass. First off, it's your highest level. So it's going to be the most expensive. I think they're currently going to be budgeted at $1,400. Right. And then yeah. you know that you're going to get $1,400. Right. And then when we do come down, we're normally staying on property, property. because we we want to be part of that magic. It's, and then yeah. spending the money on the big food yeah. and the big things. And that's what I'm still trying to figure out was like, to me, the only logic why they had held it off was simply because they realized that it was that the day day by day tickets were, were more profitable. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that was the only reason. And they were, they just still hadn't figured out how to get <laughs> the price. They, they just hadn't figured out how to get the pricing for annual passes more cost effective for them. And that's, and that's so frustrating. Like that's all it was to me. That seems like that's all it was, was they just but were then, like, well, this isn't so, this isn't so. They like, still had make the, them. Yeah. The, the Florida residents right. pass right. is available. And that is a lower value. Mm-hmm. I think that's like four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they're able to come to the parks. They're not going to be staying on property because they're locals, right? No, I agree. I they're agree. They're not going to be wanting to eat at California Grill or Ohana or the big guys right. if they're there regularly. I know. So it it doesn't make fiscal sense 
for the direction that they went with annual passes. So I see that being one of the first big adjustments that they are going to. And and I see them not, not necessarily. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a thought related to that and it disappeared, but that's, that's been my week. Um, And it's Tuesday. (laughs) Um, And and there is a recession on the horizon as mm -hmm. well. We are all pretty much aware at this point in time that's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, but when. When and how far, yeah. the idea of needing to survive another recession, how are you going to take that on? And Chapek's direction was going to be cutting staff and... Yeah, gut gut the operation and charge as much as possible. That was really what it seemed to boil down to. And, And it was just... To the point where, you know, I've been planning, I'm helping plan a uh, a big, like, family Disney trip. And some of these people haven't been in a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Def- certainly pre-pandemic and pre-JPEG. And uh, there's been, a, like, my mom and a couple other people have just been like, oh, my God, really? Like, all these rules about, like, how to do a trip? Like, yep. they're, they're, it's, like, to the point where they don't even want to go. Like, you're just, you're just getting people it's like the idea of being like less and less people are going to be going but they're just going to spend more and more money and i'm like what who is this helping you know like it was such a it was such a thing to see it that way and, and i know that that was not Iger's method you know like he was definitely yeah. like we're going to make this a premium thing and it's not going to be cheap but the idea is that you know you can you can come in and do it and then it's it's available i don't know it's just it just seems like such a weird change in pace. And if we look at Iger's past processes for how he survived the 08 recession, he implemented a lot more discounts. I use air quotations. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still expensive, but right. you know, the free dining package. Yep, incentives. Yeah. And or um just other discounts that we could have, things that were included to give value uh, that we don't really see anymore. Those extra magic hours mean nothing Mm -hmm. as far as money goes. But when you're staying on property, having an extra two, three hours in the park, not just a half an hour, two, three Three hours hours is important in that cost ratio. Yes. Absolutely. And so we, I, I expect to see the dining, uh, the dining plan coming back. And I mean, I there's still that. advertising for it. It's mm-hmm. on every single meal billboard. It is. It is. So it, it's going to have to come back. We're going to have more discounts coming out. In fact, right before we started recording, we were seeing that DVC is getting uh, discount options for the Star Cruiser. Yes already Wild. like day two they're like okay we know that the star cruiser is way too empty <laughs> yeah Let's get some of our our, our paying people our in paying there. people yeah yeah i mean it's a honestly it's i'm like brilliant like like that was 30 seconds like <laughs> granted like we i don't know i don't know that that was actually an eiger decision but still no. it is it is it's like good let's 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 pull the trigger on some of these items like i think to your point that's that's kind of where it where it is it's like I think that it would make a lot of sense in the next month or two to see pass annual passes and uh, the dining plan. Like you said, those two come back. 
that does make sense and maybe a re not a undoing but maybe a retooling of the park reservation system yeah. and seeing how that works and how that integrates like it's just it's detracting from the experience and i feel like Iger's going to pick up on that really quickly you know like he's mm-hmm. going to see right away that there's you know where 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 can we f- find a compromise of the benefits that these systems have because they obviously do having the park reservation system and all this other stuff allows them to run these numbers in real time really fast and keep track of who needs to be where and blah 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 so it, it makes it makes fiscal sense to do that but how can we find a way to make that a little less irritating for it's easier for me to like get a book an appointment with my doctor like why why yeah. you know it doesn't yeah. make any sense that they make it like that for something that you're supposed to be paying all this money for anyway so i i think that he's gonna see the writing on the wall for a lot of these systems and how to make them work in a way i mean he uh, what was it uh you know my disney experience was launched under his under his time Mm-hmm. And so he's a, definitely aware of the foibles and things he that happened around as, as smart technology was happening. Happening, so, yeah. yeah, he had to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, and, and that was. I mean, that whole thing. Like, I, I'd love for us to do an episode one day on on my my Disney experience because it's a fascinating story. But I think I think that he's going to have a more nuanced look at what's important from the perspective of the the use the guest experience the cast member experience because i just think he's been connected to it longer and he just knows he knows how it works i'm a little surprised that that that, that chapek didn't have a sense of that because he really did work in the park stuff for a long time i just don't really get it or did was no was he on the dis- media distribution side i don't remember i think he it was, was media distribution he might but have then been. that's shocking then why disney plus had such a low volume for numbers yeah. recently not seeing and, my air quotes but yeah but that is interesting though because he uh and that was actually my other thing i was going to mention from like a business standpoint it to me felt like chapek was trying to rectify the fact that his old baby the the media and i might have this wrong i don't he might have he might have at the end there been like a parks experience guy at the very end but i don't remember for sure but anyway, the media distribution side has not been, you know, like after Disney Plus, Plus's launch, it's just not been a moneymaker. Like, I, I that's, that's fair, you know. And then they attach these mm-hmm. products, like these different shows and stuff, to Disney Plus, and you start applying these, you know, big projects for these different creative shows to Disney Plus, and the money looks bad because you're not making enough money it. on that. Yeah, you're spending way more than you're making on the Disney Plus thing. Totally makes sense. The company isn't in the red. But it doesn't look good because that's not where your money is coming from. Yes. And so they he had retooled the entire way that that uh, media creation distribution was being set up from a business standpoint. They had like an entire system where the creatives kind of needed to do to COVID. So they, did. There they had to understanding there. Yeah, but it, it needed to be re, there needed to have more stuff done just because of like you said, like with COVID and the um edition of uh disney plus because that launched in 19 like disney plus launched like with covid basically so there's a lot of there were a lot of unknowns and i think that uh the way that they were handling it from that perspective of being like we want to associate this and have um 
they actually had like a different project team like on like the financial side that was kind of holding the purse strings and controlling the budgeting for different productions and that's not how disney had done it in the past they had had more internal this is my what i've read that they had more internalized production finances that were much more connected to what each group is doing and then they would go up to a larger team to kind of do approvals and whatever but with this it was basically like uh Chapek and his underling that also just got fired uh, is uh, was kind of micromanaging every production from a financial yeah. standpoint, which is tough and, when you're trying to do something like that. And, and honestly, I'm glad that we brought this up, too, because even though we talk a lot about the perks, he was mm-hmm. in charge of Earth thing. So mm-hmm. that means that he has his finger or had uh, his had. fingers in movies mm-hmm. in uh, theatrical releases in Broadway in mm-hmm. the television aspect, yeah, whether Disney, it be Disney, Disney Plus or yeah. even the Disney Channel itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have books, they have music, they have so many other things yeah. outside of the parks that he had to run and master. Which um, let's let's just talk about the failing of advertisement recently in. <laughs> upcoming roles because we have a movie coming out literally tomorrow supposedly oh wait, wait what movie is that again oh f- it's like sake. stranger something oh, something oh yeah 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 what is that out is that coming out or something Holy and crap Hold i on. have seen one advertisement for yeah. it and it was on hulu Strange and World. Hulu you can get without ads and you don't see any other advertisements this is a oh theatrical release movie it's out today you can watch it today at amc at six is it and- out yeah, it, it released. And where's the advertisements for this? Where is the notifications to people? I would expect to have, you know, especially with nowadays, engage social media on this for advertising. I get enough advertisements about other random stuff, but I have not seen a single thing except for one Hulu ad a few days ago. That was it. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I had not seen anything for it until very recently, like maybe a week ago. And it was one ad, like you said, it was like one ad. Like I saw like maybe one ad for it. I did see that Strange World was coming out, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> so Disney? there's another failing. I mean, when you're talking yeah. about advertisements, yes, you're gonna have the big heavy hitters of Marvel and people are gonna know those, but this is another Disney animation movie. Mm-hmm. Is this going to this this little era going to fall into another drop of mm-hmm. yeah, you know the I, I we we talk about the Disney eras, the golden era, the silver era, the resurgence, the you know, all of that is is this going to be another era where nobody is right. really paying attention to the animated movies because there are no advertisements for them right right just like it did yeah. with you know princess and the frog there wasn't a lot of advertisements for it It was a great movie but i didn't see anything here again it's gonna be probably a great movie i, I disney doesn't really have busts but right, right. i haven't seen anything Rotten Tomatoes says 73%. So that's, you know, and that's only the critical score, not the audience score. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's true. Like it's, it's a weird 
it's a weird world it's sitting in across the entire organization and not just it's yeah like you said talking about uh. it's a strange world <laughs> oh my god is this all just a marketing campaign <laughs> i'm doing it for them i agree you owe me money <laughs> kidding that is funny yeah I, it, it is it's a it's a very it's a very interesting time for the company as a whole and to see where they end up um in that in that sense and i think you know with the with bob Iger, and i think maybe a way to a good way to kind of close out our thoughts here is mm-hmm. to see the uh the memo that he wrote to the company i don't know if you saw the uh the org-wide memo so i he can't lost, remember if it or not yeah um so he got rid of and and within two days i should i should be clear like like we were talking about how somebody left already they already let go the chairman of media distri- media and entertainment distribution like that's like yeah, a huge person they right didn't do under <laughs> they no they did a lot but nothing worked <laughs> like it was it was they, they were the ones that it was his name was uh kareem daniel and he created the uh he kind of built that structure out that was kind of limiting production by kind of holding all the purse strings for all the different productions running. Um, and so he was like the first casualty. He was gone as of like yesterday morning or this morning or something, um, which is pretty wild. But um, let's see. Oh, this is a much longer statement, but I feel like this is not Well, wild. I mean, when you're taking over as CEO for one of the largest businesses uh, it makes sense yeah. that you wouldn't be too small with your words being like, it's nice to be back guys. Thanks. Right. No, he, he definitely had a much, uh, he had a nice, really small memo that I thought that he, but now he's, I might, that makes sense that he's actually taken up a bigger, uh, but either way, the, this, I think this is the first one that he gave. Okay, here we go. In the coming weeks, we will begin implementing organizational operating changes within the company. My intention is to restructure in a way that on in a way that honors and respects creativity as the heart and soul of who we are. That was his statement. And I feel like he will do a better job than obviously Chapek did. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what the future lies or mm-hmm. what the future has. Yeah, me too. I'm. We'll be. We'll be. We'll be. We'll be hanging along right with everyone else. I'm excited to see how it goes. Keep you posted. Yeah, we'll let you know. <laughs> On that news, this has been WD Carousel of Podcast. My name's Crystal. And I'm Ian. And we hope you have a great big beautiful tomorrow. Bye, everybody. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Just a dream of.